Welcome to the No Excuses Podcast. Uh, we're on episode three, I believe, and we're going to be discussing what happens to you as a person and what happens to your mental and emotional feelings when it comes to your body after taking a break that you didn't exactly choose to take. And I'll get to that in the next segment. So, for the past two weeks, I've been planning a third episode, and I had pretty much gotten everything I needed to make the third episode. In fact, I was going to actually do an interview, but unfortunately that fell through. But um, that was two weeks ago, so I could have made some episode, but there's a distinct reason as to why I haven't. My youngest, who was just born two weeks ago, um, he was born two weeks ago, uh, and then the week after, like we were home, we were there for four days. I did some minor workouts while I was in the hospital room, but there's not a really a whole lot you can do. You can't really do cardio. You can't do anything that's helping your body feel better, especially if you've gotten into doing it for at least three months, because the idea is it takes about two weeks to form a habit and it takes 90 days to make it a lifestyle, whatever you're trying to do. So after 90 days of working out and everything over 90 days, I had to stop, and so my lifestyle flipped, and now I feel awful. But after the four days, we got home, and we were home for about three days. We got home, I believe, on a Saturday, and then around Tuesday, our youngest, Cyrus, spit up and aspirated all that spit up into his lungs and proceeded to start choking. It is awful. I do not, I don't I, this tells you how much of this episode it means to just actually do. There's not even a sponsorship happening in this one, uh, just because I don't want to profit off of anything like this. You know, as a parent, you're supposed to be able to fix everything. And I'll get into it later, uh, not in this episode basically how I feel after everything, but any well wishes are fantastic. But yeah, he pretty much aspirated and started to choke, and then we were in the hospital for almost a week, uh, just waiting for his vitals to pick back up, which everything was fantastic after about two days. The thing we were waiting on was his uh, respiratory rate to pick up. He wasn't actually breathing as fast as he should. Everything else was fantastic. Everything else is at this point fantastic. We're back home. We've been home for two days and I just have not had a lot of sleep. So I've not had a lot of energy to turn around and make episodes, but I'm back into it. I realized that I have a purpose in this life and mine is to help people And from what I've heard and what I've seen from friends, this podcast does help people. So that's why I'm making this episode now and why it took me so long. And I hope that you as a listener understand and we're going to get into how your body feels and how your mentality can change after taking a break uh, uh, from not doing a whole lot of exercise, especially if you're on a weight loss journey, because then you feel like garbage because you're not doing anything. So as I said, I took two weeks off, two weeks that I did not choose to do. I took two weeks off my cardio. I took two weeks off my eating, uh, which sucks, but understand that it wasn't for just the hell of it. 
Um, whenever you are in a hospital, especially a few types of hospitals that are out there, they don't exactly have pristine nutrition. Um, there are a few that have fantastic nutrition uh, and nutritionists who work there and dietitians who work there that know how to make a decent meal plan. But then you have some that are, for lack of a better term, uh, lacking. And so instead of eating out of a vending machine for every meal for the entire two weeks, I had to find ways of getting food, especially if it's a hospital that sees fathers as a second class. I'm not getting gripes when I say this. I'm just saying that's how this hospital treated me, which I'm not too mad at because they had to focus on my son. And my son's health was more important than me finding food at that point. But I still had to eat because if you starve, your metabolism slows down. And then, yeah, you'll feel like you're losing weight, but eventually your body can't handle it. And as your metabolism slows, the more you eat, the slower it reacts, and then you still put on weight. So I couldn't exactly do that. And I've already done the anorexic and bulimic cycles of my life. I'd rather not go back to either one of them. So I had to find sustenance. I had to find food. Well, they weren't actually offering food for me. They were offering food for my wife because she is breastfeeding, which by the grace of God that happened so I had to find fast food I couldn't exactly leave the hospital because as a dad I wanted to be there even though I have a an 11 month old but he was with his grandmother I couldn't bring myself to exactly leave my youngest because my youngest was there and I thought he was circling the drain he was healing which is fantastic but as a dad everything is wrong and when you mix that with anxiety issues and a whole lot of stress uh, from outside forces, then it becomes life or death to leave. So I had to find food. I couldn't exactly go to the grocery store and find food because, again, anything that I could eat right then and there would either be loaded with sodium that I didn't need because I wasn't exactly using my muscles for everything, and I couldn't really go for anything that was high in cholesterol, and I tried to make sure that I wasn't maxing out my macros as well as trying to find things that didn't have exactly what you'd say a crap ton of calories. So I was strapped. I had to find something that was soon, fast, already made because I can't make anything because I couldn't find a microwave to save my life. So to drink, I would go to the gas station real fast while my wife was awake to go get some waters. Uh, thank you, Smart Water, for making big bottles, I could say. Um, and then ultimately people started ordering us food like family they were ordering us food which sucks because now we found out that I am actually against pizza of all kinds now because that's something that somebody bought and uh, I hated my life for a day and a half after eating any bit of that pizza like oh my god and I'm not saying pizza's bad for you you can find some decent amount of pizza I can't have it because it hurts that's me. If you can find a way to make pizza work for you, that's fantastic. That is awesome, and I am so happy that you found something that works. It just it doesn't work for me. Anything I say about certain types of food or anything like that in this 
in these podcast episodes, they are from my personal experience. They're not a, a range for everybody and everyone. It is just how my body reacts to it. So if you ever hear me say like, oh, I can't eat this because of this, it is not a scientifically proven aspect that it means that it's going to be the same way for you. All bodies are different and all bodies react differently to certain types of food. I have acid reflux, so the tomatoes did not help. But on to it. So pretty much we were eating fast food. We were eating fast food again. After three months of clean eating, I had to go back to fast food, which sucked. So pretty much we had pizza twice. I think I kind of was able to fix it a little bit because I went to Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A has grilled nuggets, which are almost pure protein. There's a lot of, there's a little bit of cholesterol and a little bit of sodium in there. So I wouldn't suggest eating it three times a day, but if you are strapped, don't really have a lot of money and you are super tired and you're just trying to get something that's going to help fill you up and get you moving, grilled chicken chunks are fantastic. They also have very good cool wraps. This is not sponsored by Chick-fil-A in any way. It's what worked for me. It's what works for me if I ever have a craving for fast food. It's that because it's something that I can easily work off and it doesn't have a whole lot of the other macros that are going to hurt me right now. So my working out has been strapped for two weeks. I've done wall push-ups. I did wall sits. I did anything I could use my body for the resistance while also still trying to maintain some decorum of physical activity. However, cardio was not on that schedule because there's not really much you can do except for some minor workouts like jogging in place, jumping jacks, which I did jumping jacks, but I couldn't really get a whole lot done because, well, I didn't exactly have shoes and hard floors with no shoes and pretty much just a decent amount of weight as the resistance. You're going to hurt your freaking legs. And so I couldn't really do jumping jacks every day, all day. I think I did about 50 and that was as good as I could get it. And that's total in a week. Uh, when, we, when Cyrus was born, I had not even attempt to. I had not even attempted to do a jumping jack. So we're sitting there, wondering how everything's going, asking the doctors questions. And when the doctors would leave and the nurses would leave, I would try to do some exercises, but it wasn't a whole lot. Uh, You can still find ways to work out if you are in a stressful situation and you do not really have the means to do your normal workout program. So by no means would I endorse a two-week break, but if you have a specific reason, a specific reason, because yes, the title of this podcast is No Excuses, but there are certain things that are for sure, 100%, no doubt, not excuses. Family issues, family problems, your kids, your spouse, stuff like that. I don't mean like, hey, they need me to spend time with them for the rest of the day. No, you can make that work. You can make that work. You can just say, hey, I just need 30 minutes or an hour to work out. But if your family is in 
life or death situations or your family is in a crisis and you cannot focus for the life of you on working out and you were solely focused on your family, that is not an excuse. That is a 100% factual reasons why. So no, I would not recommend taking two weeks off. I have to now jumpstart my body. But I would not change what I did because my son was where he was at this point. So it happens. Life happens. That's how the world works. That's how the world spins. And if you're ever fearful that you're going to put on all the weight that you just lost or you're so worried, as long as you don't make it your entire life to go back to how you were living, then you will be fantastic and it can always be fixed again. So I know this is probably not a long episode, but as I said, there's not an advertisement and there's not a whole lot else I can add to this episode. So, be happy, live your life, remember that if you are trying to lose weight, you can't make excuses, there is no excuse to not worry about your health, but there are reasons, so don't fret, don't beat yourself up if something happens and you have to take a a little bit of time off. Don't beat yourself up if, you know, your eating habits aren't the best. If you are in a crisis, understand that you do have to eat and you can make things work as long as you are smart and you eat within a certain parameter, which is pretty much serving size and not eating in excess. But... I did this entire podcast in my car while driving back home, so I have to get back home because I have to take care of my kids and probably take a walk with my wife and our kids in a stroller. I love you guys. I will see you guys in the next episode. Hopefully, it will be next week, and hopefully, I will have already been back on my training regimen. And if you are currently taking a break due to some family stuff, please understand that I completely understand where you're coming from, and it'll be okay. Love you guys. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.